ओम ज्ञान
So books were coming uh, one by one, devotees were reading, and at that time, devotees naturally they didn't have so much knowledge. So they have now will find at least proper disciples, those who remain steady in the movement. Mostly they all have pretty good Dharam. Dharam means they're different levels, but they all have a good grasp of what is mentioned and what is the subject matter. Well, there are so many points. I can't remember all of them, but you'll find that devotees have a good, those who have studied several times, have been through it several times, have a good grasp of what is the basic subject matter. Then, another phenomenon which happened in our movement is that devotees started to translate other books. Now, Prabhupada, we will find just like here, he's recommending. We read Prabhupada's of the previous Acharya. Actually, by reading Prabhupada's books, you get what the previous Acharyas have said, because he's only presenting nothing else. He's not presenting any speculation or imagination. And regularly you'll see him quoting Vishwana Chakrat Thakura, Bhaktisthan Sachar Thakura, Madhvacharya, Viraradhava Acharya, Bhukkaswami, Sinatana Vishwana. Regularly he's quoting him. Prabhupada said, by reading my books, you get in touch with the previous Acharyas. But I Parampara is there. That if you accept a guru in the Parampara, then all the other previous Acharyas, you become linked with them. That you accept them all as your guru, because they're all teaching the same thing. So, that you already get, uh, and Prabhupada, in his commentaries, he has recommended that when he was personally present, he was also warning devotees, don't try to jump over your Guru Maharaj. Don't think I'll read this and I'll read that and then I don't need to read what Prabhupada has written. That was some kind of disease on devotee in Vrindavan. He, because he had some knowledge of Hindi and Sanskrit, he used to go to different lectures by different Goswamis, so-called Goswamis in Vrindavan. Prabhupada was not very favorable about this because it's very difficult to find someone who's exactly in the parampara, who's exactly presenting the correct message. Practically speaking, I have a lot of familiarity with different scholars and devotees, even in our Gauri Vaishnava life, and even Prabhupada's godbrothers and disciples of his godbrothers. I've spoken with many of them, Different, just in meeting them here, because traveling in Bengal, I used to meet them sometimes for research purposes, different things. I used to meet and discuss. But practically, I don't find anyone who's got exactly that preciseness as Prabhupada has given. Even I was reading the other day one book which was made from, actually, he didn't write it, but it's taken from his recordings of his conversations of one of Prabhupada's godbrothers, who's who. Some of our God brothers, they've taken him as practically their guru even more than Prabhupada for some reason or other. I don't know why we should do this. But anyway, not as a matter of condemning, because we certainly are not in any position to do so. But I couldn't help but noticing he was discussing about Rahu. So he said that now we, we can't reject modern science. Modern science has given so much evidence. So Rahu, we accept that as not literally that Rahu is eclipse of the moon or the sun, he said Rahu is swallowing. But that Rahu represents the shadow of the moon. Now, he says, uh, Prabhupada, he never said such a thing. He said, the story is there in Bhagavatam. Now Rahu, he had his head chopped off. So we may not be able to understand. But that doesn't mean that we have to accept modern scientists' idea. 
The modern scientists, they say one thing and after some time they'll say something else. Or that he never, he said maybe the people who went to the moon, they didn't go to the moon. He said if they went anywhere, maybe they went to Rahu. And most probably they went to the Arizona desert. It was all filmed in the Arizona desert. So, and actually there's one book like that. It's one man who was involved in the space project, he said actually it was all filmed in, not Arizona, the next state, Nevada. So he, he blew the whistle, as they said. He exposed them. So Prabhupada already guessed them. You don't understand. Because uh, they were, the scientists were saying that the moon is, the soil we brought back from the moon, it's surprisingly like the soil in the Arizona desert. Prabhupada said, just see. It's actually, they never went anywhere. It's in the Arizona desert. The soil they brought is from Arizona, not from the moon. It's, it's, uh, you caught them. It's just like that, uh, the thief. So if someone comes to his home at night, he's been outside, the house is all locked up. Then, he hears some movement inside the house, comes back at night. He says, hey, is anyone in there? And the voice comes from inside, I'm not stealing anything. No one asked him if he's stealing. But he himself is, uh, I'm not stealing. He's admitting by denying. So anyway, there was that. And then there was another interview with this revered Swamiji, who's uh, one a student of philosophy from America. Student, not a, not a scholar, just an undergraduate student. He was brought to him and he said, well, what kind of philosophy are you studying? And he said, then he said, have you, have you heard of Hegel? And Hegel, his philosophy is like Eastern philosophy. He talks about, uh, what is that word he used? Pan, uh, panentheism. He said, which is not the same as pantheism, but it's, it means that you accept God is in everything, but still he has his own separate personality. So he said, his philosophy is quite good, it's quite close to other. In other words, he was discussing philosophy with him in a general way. But I, I noticed the difference with Prabhupada. Prabhupada, he wouldn't just discuss what this, the, he would say, all right, this is the correct thing. What is your philosophy? Okay, this is all, this is wrong, this is wrong. So you have to accept Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. If not, why not? What's the problem? So the, the completely different. Prabhupada would preach, defeat whatever wrong ideas they have, and give them the right idea. And he wouldn't compromise anything. Well, who is the shadow of the moon? We have to accept modern science. Not at all. Well, but just the opposite. He said, uh, modern scientists kick them in the face with boots. Yes. But, uh, if, they, if they say, especially this idea, they said, in future we shall show life. And God's response to that was, kick them in the face with boots. Because just bluffing, just cheating. Uh, that's not summons. In the future, we shall we shall find out. We don't we don't have any evidence now, but in the future, this is total rascal. That's not science. Science means show. What's good? You, you show something, a demonstration. Not that in the future. And in the meantime, uh, you say life comes from matter. In the meantime, we see every day life comes from life. Living father and mother. They can conceive a child, not dead, not the stone or, or the, the wood. This, this cannot conceive. So, you, so like this, Prabhupada, he was establishing Krishna consciousness by preaching and giving the right point. And he didn't accept anything which is contrary to the Vedic principles. And his guru also, Rupa Mugavirudha he didn't accept anything which was against the principles given by the, by Rupa Goswami. 
He didn't compromise, even slightly. So this is being of Acharya. He doesn't compromise. So this was why Prabhupada, he was very concerned that you shouldn't hear from people, even they may be big scholars. They, can t- they know so much Sanskrit and they can give this commentary and that commentary, but they don't have that full faith in Krishna. Without that full faith in Krishna, even if you have so much brains, so much big, big intelligence, then you cannot understand the subject matter. At some point, you'll make some compromise. You won't accept it for the sake of say, Rahu is not planet, actually. It's just the shadow of the moon. But because you have to compromise your modern science. So the Catholic Church, they, they decided we have to compromise with modern science. We have to interpret the Bible according to modern science. Well, they have no, anyone who's spiritually interested, they can't take, they can't follow them. Modern science itself, people are so, it's so surprising that even the Catholic Church is supposed to be theistic. They have such faith in modern science, and even the scientists themselves, they don't agree on anything, practically. The only thing they agree on is that, that we also, the only thing they agree on that the main body of scientists is that we all want to accept that we had some conference on the origin of the universe. And the first proposal they made in this conference that we won't even discuss any possibility of a transcendental cause. Why not? Because they're being with it. Because some scientists, they also accept that, but they don't have any knowledge of who is God. So anyway, the point, Prabhupada was very cautious about reading so many different things. He was very cautious. At the same time, he said we should. So how do we understand? The point is we should be reading Prabhupada's books thoroughly and not reading academically, but reading with the mood of surrender. That Saravam Eta Britangman Ye Yamam Vatisikeshava. In Bhagavad Gita we see that Arjuna said to Krishna that whatever you say, Krishna, I accept fully. Not that, well, that was a pretty nice thing you said, Krishna, but I don't really believe it. it sounded pretty good, good poetry, but uh, I've got a better idea. Oh, uh, yes, Krishna, I must admit you're a good philosopher, but uh, I still don't think you're right. No, you just accept Krishna and what he says is correct. If Krishna says that he is the source of everything, then he's the source of everything. And similarly, with the Acharya, if he says, like this, or Shastra says, so many things. Lord Shiva is sitting under a banyan tree, which is one million yojanas high and one million yojanas wide. It means eight million miles up, eight million miles wide. See, they're in the Bhagavatam. But do you believe it? Why not? Why should we not? Why should? I haven't seen a tree like that. Maybe if you tell an ant that we have a skyscraper building, hundred stories high, and he's built a nest this big, you won't believe it. Who cares for the end? Here am I sitting on this middle planet, and I don't, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Rascal. You don't believe. Who cares for you? I don't believe in God. It doesn't matter whether you believe or not. You're going to meet him at the time of death. Not directly, you're going to meet his representative, Yamaraj. And he'll show you that God exists. So you believe or, I don't believe in Yamaraj. It doesn't matter. You believe or not believe. You have an appointment with him. You have to go. <laughs> you can't avoid. You have to go. So, we simply accept what our Acharyas are given. They're not fools and rascals like you. Not the Acharya. He's not a rascal. Huh? Namanuja Acharya. Prabhupada. 
Now that, well, Prabhupada, he only taught us very simple things, but now we have to discover something more deep. This is a widespread Raskavan, which is, which is preached by those who can't preach anything else. Those who have no power to preach all over the world, they like to preach, uh, that, well, actually we are great scholars. Prabhupada is not a great scholar. We are great scholars and we know he was making good propaganda because he was a businessman previously, so he knew how to do these things. He knew how to make advertisement. But if you really want the inner essence, you have to come to us because we're living in Vrindavan all these years and we know what is actually in essence. So actually, the first thing we're trying to say, they're a great scholar and Prabhupada isn't. So what is the evidence? Prabhupada wrote so many books which are accepted by scholars all over the world. Who has written any books which are written by scholars anywhere? in the present very original tradition. Who has written any books which are accepted by, by those who are known as scholars? Nobody, only company. Then, the idea that one is more advanced because he sits in Vrindavan. Actually, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Bhaktisthan Sarasura Thakur himself thought, Kirtan Prabhade, Shmarana Haide, Papana Nirjana Shambhu. He says, only after you have preached extensively is it possible to sit and simply chant. He says, otherwise if you try to do that, it will be simply cheating. He says that, my dear mind, why are you telling me just to sit in one place and chant? Why are you doing that? Simply you want to get a reputation as being a great saintly person, that's all. Therefore, you are chanting, it's simply cheating. But this Dhanasarasrakaka was so heavy. He was so strong. So he, was, he was fighting. He showed what does it mean to be a follower of Chaitanya Not simply ringing a bell. Ding, 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 in the temple. But one should be fighting for Krishna. That is the real mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. To defeat all the wrong ideas and establish the Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. So, reading the commentaries, yes. We should read, there's so many books. Prabhupada, he said one time, that this Vedic literature or Vaishnava literature, especially he said, is so vast that if you sat down today and you read one book, and you read another book, and you read another book, in your lifetime you can't finish. There's so many books. So many books. At the same time, Prabhupada said that for our preaching purposes, four books are sufficient. Teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Bhagavad Gita as it is, Nectar of Devotion, and Srimad Bhagavatam. He said these four books are sufficient. Even in Bhagavad Gita as it is, in the introduction, Prabhupada says that even this one book is sufficient to understand everything and go back home back to the Even for preaching, Prabhupada said, even Bhagavad Gita itself, that is sufficient. Bhagavad Gita as it is. So, these books are sufficient. That knowledge we are getting from Prabhupada, he's presented. That is sufficient to know. What are we preaching? We're not this body, the eternal spirit soul, the servant of Krishna, Krishna is the supreme personality of God, therefore we should serve. So this is sufficient, but uh, the books of the previous Acharyas are there also, when one becomes actually advanced, then he can study the books of the Goswamis especially, uh, which describe the pastimes of Krishna in some detail, when one is feeling some attraction to him, not sentimental attraction. Nor should one think, that I, if one thinks, now I've become so advanced, 
Now I can read these other books. I don't need to read them. It's transfer less and less devotees. And you immediately become a rascal. And even if you can quote so many different things, you're not going to make any spiritual advancement. Simply, your reading is making offenses. Because you're building up an offensive mentality. This rich Prabhupada was very afraid. He was warning us against. Don't, don't be puffed up. But if one is actually in that uh, so much developed, then he may do it. But that also privately, not that one advertises. Now I've become a great premi bhakta. Anyone who's advertising like that, you can immediately understand that he's not a premi bhakta, he simply wants some name and fame. Because who's a real premi bhakta? He doesn't advertise. I'm so great, I'm so wonderful, I'm so advanced, I'm absorbed in rasa, in power. He doesn't. Confidentially. Quiet to himself. Uh, then another thing, reading outside of Prabhupada's books. When one is quite fixed up in reading Prabhupada's books, then he may read some other things for the purpose of what, for preaching purposes also. But sometimes in some, although Prabhupada in his books, he's covered all the main points thoroughly and all the different objections that come up. I know myself in Bengal, there were some Mm-hmm. The misinterpretations of Chaitanya Bhagavad, which people widespread and common, people would take to use to show that some rascal nonsense is an incarnation of God, or you don't have to chant Hare Krishna. So I read Chaitanya Bhagavad and read the relevant sections and what Pakistan's it from. Fagir and Prenup. What Pakistan Sarswar Thakur had said in the purports, and then I because obviously it's misinterpretation, it's not at all true, what nonsense they're saying. So uh, when I was armed with that specialized knowledge, then if people said this, I'd say, okay, what's the shloka in Chaitanya Bhagavad? And of course they wouldn't know. Then I would quote it and give the proper explanation, so that you may do it. Similarly, in the modern age, much of our preaching is uh, among those who are falsely enamored by science. So some of our devotees especially, they have knowledge of science or they develop some knowledge to meet such people and, and speak with them on their terms. So there may be different uh, extracurricular reading, but our base, our life, that is coming through the Parampara, through Srila Prabhupada, that we should know very clearly. But even we can't understand if we think that we can understand independently of Srila Prabhupada and what he has taught us. If we think, I'll jump up. And now I don't, I read all the Srimad Bhagavatam. I don't, I'll just directly to Jiva Goswami. I can understand his readings too. And you won't understand anything. Prabhupada is the representative of all the Acharyas. Whatever they wanted to teach, whatever Krishna wanted to teach to the people in the modern age, he has taught through Srila Prabhupada. It's not that we're going to, it's not that there's anything which is not in Prabhupada's books that, that, uh, will help us to go, uh, to acquire, it's, it's not that there's anything which is not in Prabhupada's books which we have to acquire which will help us to become more developed. Rather they are, uh, Prabhupada used an example and said, I've given the foundation, no, what is it? I've given the, the, the basis, now you develop. He was talking about our movement. So everything is there. Everything we need to know for going back to Godhead and everything we need to know for our preaching purposes also is in Prabhupada's books. But for, you can say for embellishment, 
or the works of the Acharyas, they are sacred works. So for a, a spirit, to get more spiritual enthusiasm, we can read these books. But our basis, books are the basis prophets, and particularly that means Prabhupada's books. So then you may ask, well, I'm saying this, and I'm sitting all day and writing books. So why am I writing books? But that also, that is meant as a supplement to what is in Prabhupada's books. Not that you have something to read there which you can't get from Prabhupada's books. We're just like a collecting Prabhupada's instructions on different things and presenting them in a systematic way. Just like that Brahmacharya book, you can see so many things in Prabhupada's books about that. And even Prabhupada gave many verbal instructions or in letters. So collecting them all together, where? This subject. If we're going to discuss this subject, you can see what is there. Our beginner's guide to Krishna consciousness, that's just what Prabhupada taught us, but it's not written down, many of those things. So, this Prabhupada, of course, he said, he told the disciples, especially sannyasi, should write books. It's not that writing books is finished. I would even say that my disciples will write purports on my books. So that will go on. Writing is an important function of our parampara. Even uh, the reading that Shikshastika every day, what does Prabhupada say? said, about this. Oh, it's not included here. But in the, in our Iskand song book, it said, Prabhupada gives an introduction, says that Lord Chaitanya, he told his followers to write books about Krishna consciousness. And Prabhupada says, the elaborations and expositions by the Vaishnava Acharya, I can't remember exactly the words, he said they are the most elaborate uh, of any tradition due to the system of the succession. He says, and that is continuing. Prabhupada writes that Lord Chaitanya told his followers to write books, a tradition which is continuing to the present day. So that writing should go on, but the point is, we have to keep directly in line, not going off on a tangent, or not trying to minimize Prabhupada. Uh, now I'm writing my own books. Or uh, now uh, I, I can read in Sanskrit and I've seen some books. And uh, Prabhupada, he was, there are so many gurus and Prabhupada is just another guru. And I'm also, I'm also writing books, so I'm as good as Prabhupada. Some, I've, you may wonder why I'm saying this, because definitely some foolish people have got such attitudes. They're writing books and, and uh, that one book I saw, someone has written, and said that we've quoted Prabhupada's Bhagavatam to support the Siddhantas given in this book. The Prabhupada, his book is only good for supporting your Siddhanta, what you are presenting, you rascal. The Prabhupada has done a great job, and uh, but now I'm presenting the real Siddhanta, and Prabhupada's book support that. What, rascal? He thinks that Prabhupada's book should support what he is saying. Rather, he should illuminate what Prabhupada said. Not that, that Prabhupada's book is just some kind of reference book. Rather, his book may be some reference book to elaborate on some points which Prabhupada has given, not around the other way. So you see, generally, someone who becomes a scholar, they become puffed up. Not we always see. So, scholar we may become. But we should always consider ourselves simply servant of the servant Servant of the servant of those who are following in the line of the six Goswamis. Not that. Now I myself, Guru Goswami, Sanatan, Raghunath Das, Raghunath Bhatta, uh, Jiva, Gopal Bhatta, and me. Now, 
Here I am, folks. I'm the solution to all the problems of the world. If you really want to know Krishna consciousness, come to me. Do you think like that? Kindly get one capsule of potassium cyanide and drop it in your mouth. Don't talk any nonsense. One advice will give this advice. Of course, they won't take it. They'll just go on talking so much nonsense. And I, I read Jiva Goswami said this and Sanatana Goswami said this. And I think it's different to what Prabhupada said, so Prabhupada must be wrong because my opinion is obviously I'm a better scholar than Prabhupada because Prabhupada only wrote simple things for beginners. So it's kind of attitude. Does that mean? Why does Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Ram? That's very boring. You're doing it all the time. Let's make something new. We're trying to go around the sun, Hare Krishna. What? All right, Krishna makes the gopis. All right, let's dress up as a gopi. You talk in a voice like this. And smoke beer. Become a gopi. You don't become a gopi like that. Oh, so many funny things we can do. And it's stick. Exactly. Don't make false arguments. All right, any question? Yes. Bhagavad Gita and Nectar Devotion, these four books. Most of those small books are based on Prabhupada's lectures, actually, they're edited from Prabhupada's lectures, like Perfection of Yoga, Topmost Yoga System, Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers, and Life Comes from Life. They're based upon uh, conversations, then that. Second Chance, that's also based on lectures. So many of these small books, Raja Vidya, that's also based on lectures. On the Way to Krishna, it's based on lectures. So, I, I usually recommend in the beginning, it's small books where they may be easier to understand. Well, actually, some of the small books, they're not so easy. If you read that Beyond Birth and Death, in the very beginning, Prabhupada starts out comparing Buddhist and Mayavad misconceptions of impersonalism. It's not very, it may not be so easy. So all Prabhupada's books are important. Uh, in the beginning, that, that book, Science of Self-Realization, which is very good for helping people to, it's Prabhupada discussing all different things that, that people know from the material world. So it kind of brings you from the material to the spiritual. But uh, any of the books, Bhagavad Gita as it is, is very important to understand that we should read. Although often it's difficult, no doubt it's difficult. That we can't understand actually unless we have devotees to help us, unless it's explained to us. There's even the language Prabhupada used, three modes of material nature, super soul, conditioned soul. What does it mean? You don't find these terms anywhere else. That's uh, only in Prabhupada's books because there's no, there's no word in English language for Paramatma. So Prabhupada gave the word super soul. What does it mean? It has to be explained. So, all the books are important. You should study them all. But Bhagavad uh, Gita as it is, if we can thoroughly understand that, that is the basis on which we will understand the other things. Uh, who will decide? Different people will get different opinions. This one people matter. 
within our society also. One of our god brothers, at least he's initiated by Prabhupada, he regularly brings out books which are full of the most rascal nonsense things. What is this? He was describing, Lord Chaitanya was howling. Howling is what a dog does. And he writes, the late A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swamiprabhu, when he was dead. So many nonsense things. When he's interviewing some scholars, and this scholar, he's like, he asked him, what do you think about Srila Bhagavatam? And the scholar, so-called scholar, said, well, what can I say? It was a great contribution, no doubt. And then he goes on to point out all the mistakes. But, uh, but he said, he's, uh, I, I can't agree with his translation of some different words, just like modern research shows that the word lula shouldn't be translated as pastime, it's not actually a correct translation. And he criticizes him so many things. Then, uh, then this uh, so-called great scholar says, supposed to be John Brother, says, uh, all right, then he goes on to the next question. Yeah, he's just blasphemed your spiritual master, but his main life's work translating the Srimad Bhagavatam, he didn't do it properly, he didn't know how to translate properly. All right, then he goes on to the next question and publishes it in the book. In another interview, some supposed to be expert on the Ramayana. So, he's a mundane scholar. So he writes, this guy, he says that, uh, oh, when you get to the Aranya Kanda, it gets like a Walt Disney film. You have hobgoblins and ghosts and rakshasas. And, and then it's supposed to be Vaishnava. Instead of refuting and saying, no, this is a fact, you believe it or not believe it, Ramayana is not fairy tales. He's, he makes a joke of it. Well, I think even Walt Disney would be envious of that. Then he puts in bracket, laughter. So he's agreeing with the most rascal, blasphemous things. And this is published as a book. And then we wonder why our devotees, they're so weird sometimes. They don't have, they dream up so many funny ideas. I don't know, I have no idea why they Wherever I go, I tell, you take this book out of your bookshop. Don't sell it. And then, but this funny, oh, well, everything's okay, and different opinions, and that's Bhakti Vikas Swami, he's just a fundamentalist, and he's just an extremist. Everyone should have their own opinion, and everything's all right, everything's good, and it doesn't matter whether you've got a Mongolati or not, it doesn't, you know, if you can't follow the principles fully, at least you try follow two or two and a half or something, try and follow, and you know, we have to be practical and realistic and don't be too heavy. All I can say is that who has such attitudes? I don't think they're really problems, but because Prabhupada, he doesn't compromise on any of these things. Mm-hmm. Then we'll end up with another, what the, what the Hindu people say, uh, Bhaktivedanta Swami did a great job of spreading Hinduism all over the world. So now, they're all becoming Hindus. Everything's all, it's all good, you should just love Krishna, but you don't have to surrender. I, I love Krishna in my heart, but I don't do anything in service of Krishna. I just, I just love him in my heart. That's all. As far as following any of his instructions, well, no, that's just for, that's just for neophyte devotees who, they're, they're just struggling and they don't really understand, but those who are really advanced, they all, just like me, I always think of Krishna in my heart and therefore I don't have to follow any of the principles of chanting. I, you know, I watch television and I have six girlfriends, and, but I love Krishna in my heart, so those who are, I'm spontaneous, and those who don't understand, you know, they're just following all these rules and regulations, that's for near things. So they become restless in the name of Krishna consciousness.
So we should be very careful. Those who are sincere, they will appreciate what is the real thing. Those who, are, those who want to be cheated, they'll find out. Oh, very nice. Someone has written a very nice book about how you love Krishna spontaneously, intimate pastimes, and uh, blaspheme Prabhupada. And this preaching is only for neophytes and so many rascal things. We should be very careful. We should follow strictly as Prabhupada has given us. Yes, Prabhupada is the direct representative of Krishna, there's no doubt. And all the others, what do they do? Simply sitting. No, right, they're sitting, maybe chanting Hare Krishna, but they don't have the authority that Prabhupada has to speak. Prabhupada has told us to work hard in the Sankirtan movement. Kick out. Prabhupada has told us we should uh, break all the wrong ideas, defeat the scientists. These defeating scientists, I tell you, one devotee, just our Rasaraj Prabhu, he's studying quantum theory. By studying that, he's preaching to scientists and changing their mind. And others, they're sitting and speculating and reading some intimate gopi leader. What Rasaraj is reading of quantum theory is millions of times more pleasing to Krishna than this artificial reading of gopi leader. Why? He's reading to defeat them, which is the work of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That he will, by preaching like this, by studying the wrong theory and defeating it, he will... Uh, change the mind of the scientists. Of course, there are other devotees also who will make a big contribution in that. And then, hmm, the scientists who are misleading people so much that will make the atmosphere good for spreading Krishna consciousness. That is more important. That is, how do we become advanced? By pleasing the Acharya, not by artificially imagining ourselves to be advanced. This is the secret. What did Prabhupada say? Quote again and again this see that he's quoting from Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, which was, this was practically the motive of Prabhupada's life. Prabhupada's whole life was based upon this one statement which he read, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's commentary on Gita, which he himself quoted in the Bhagavad Gita program, that the secret of success in spiritual life is satisfaction of the self-realized spiritual master. Prabhupada's whole existence was based upon this. How will I please my spiritual master? And that's what he taught us also. And those who are following, they remain strong. And others, they become wishy-washy, offensive, useless. Mm. this Christianity? That book is not too bad. It's for a Christian, maybe it's okay. Too much Christianity. Well, no, it's not really, because it presents the Krishna consciousness the fulfillment. Yeah, actually, Bhaktisthan Sachar Thakur used to say <coughs> that Krishna consciousness is extended Christianity. In other words, whatever is in Christianity is there in Krishna consciousness, but it's full, complete. Just like Christians, they say, love God. Now, who is God and how to love Him? No idea. Only they say. So it's extended Christianity. He doesn't, of course, Prabhupada's approach in dealing with Christians he would only come to one point. That why are you killing? The Bible says thou shalt not kill. If you're going to call yourself a Christian, you should follow what the Bible says. And he wouldn't go beyond that. Unless they accepted that, he refused to discuss anything else. It's, that book, Satyajit, has shown that actually that reincarnation, vegetarianism, that's all in original Christianity, but it's been edited. So, it has some value. 
networking. There's some speculations in there, something about falling down from the spiritual world, with it, something about, I don't know, I can't remember exactly, some funny things. But uh, basically that book's not too bad. But some of the books he did afterwards, I don't know, anyway, Hare Krishna. All right, Hare Krishna.